0: Hey, everyone. Episode number two with Mr. Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. How about you? I'm doing well. So one of the things that I think I might have gotten right is I think it was on the first or second of this year, I put out a note saying, hey, I'm watching the 10-year treasury. It was at 0.91. It's today, uh, January 11th at 1.1. So that's a 20% move. Uh, I was talking with the brokerage broker Wednesday, Thursday last week, and rates went up an eighth of a point in 24 hours. So what I hear, what I want to talk about is a. I think rates have bottomed. They're they're on the way up. We got trillions of dollars in new stimulus coming, both both um, kind of life support and uh, infrastructure. So lots of money being printed. I think rates go up from here. I think the ten year could be at two percent by the end of the year. But what I wanted people to hear from this is uh, you and I have invested in much higher interest rate environments and you can do deals in higher interest rates you don't need 30 year below three percent to do a deal
1: yeah absolutely I mean when I bought my first house in 1990 you know just 30-year mortgages were in the seven and a half you know or eight, maybe it was it, no it was more like nine percent or something I can't remember seven eight nine percent something like that that was 30 year mortgages and we yeah. bought them what's called a three two one buy down because our income wasn't high enough to qualify for a $120,000 house. That was what my first house I ever bought was. Great house, 2,600 square feet on a quarter acre, corner lot, and, you know, it was beautiful for 120 grand. And um, you know, so we bought on a three, two, one buy down. The first year was not uh, seven and three quarter, then the second year, eight and three quarter, third year, nine and three quarters. And then uh, in that five year period from 90 to 95, interest rates started dropping and the market was tanking, right? And real estate was, was bad news. So we ended up selling and then moving and then ended up on the Outer Banks. But I think we may have refinanced in there at five and a half, 6%, so, you know, somewhere around there during that period. And then when I started building and developing, you know, when I bought my you know, uh, house on the Outer Banks and I moved there, I think interest rates were in the fives, just below six. And 30-year uh, fixed, it was around five and a half to 6%, somewhere around that you know, 97 to 2000, 2001 timeframe. But construction interest and and investment property interest was huge. I mean, I was paying nine, you know, nine and three quarter percent interest on construction loans. Investment properties were in the sevens. Uh, The only thing that you could get, which is interesting when you compare it to today, were interest only LIBOR loans. Mm. And those were the ones where you could get sub five percent, you know, five percent or lower. And uh, that's kind of where the best rates in the industry were. Today, they're in the twos. Yeah. It's it's amazing. And
0: really what I want people to realize here is again, interest rates, the rise in interest rates may start slowly, but they can pop quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. I remember time, I mean, just go back to Greenspan. I think Greenspan or maybe it was Bernanke. I think it might've been Bernanke. He raised interest rates like 17 times in two and a half years.
1: Yeah. Greenspan, he was pre 2008, nine. He's the one that single-handedly killed (laughs) (laughs) the real estate market in 2008, nine by shooting rates through the roof, you know, and you know, Bernanke came through and he kind of did the same thing. And, you know, now, anytime they try to raise rates, everything falls off a cliff, Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, in terms of the Fed rate, you know, now what mortgages are based on is treasuries. And the reason mortgages are based on treasuries is because it's a risk assessment. So investors are looking for yield Mm -hmm. and they're comparing what can I get for treasuries versus what can I get elsewhere? Right. So that's why mortgages are based on that uh, or, you know, mortgages versus treasuries. You know, yep. if, if I'm going to go on the mortgage-backed securities or am I going to go into treasury? So that's that's why those rates are based on that to, to, to provide a spread for investors. And uh, it can go up quick and we saw it, you know, oh eight oh nine. I mean, rates shot up, the market tanked. Uh, we've seen it happen uh, 2000, what is this? 2021 now, so 2020, 20, end of 2018. 18. Rates almost hit 5% again and the market tanked. The yeah. fall of 2018, it fell off the cliff.
0: I want people to remember that because a lot of people don't realize it. Yeah, the market, who, who was, it was it was Powell, right? No. Who's the Fed chair now? Is it Powell?
1: Well, pa- Powell is the Fed chair now. Mnuchin right. is the treasury secretary. So right. I don't remember when Powell took over, but I think it might've been him. I, mean, I think
0: it was. I think it was right right in his early days. He was trying to bring the market. He was trying to temper the market and he raised rates twice in that last quarter, I think of 18, and it did, it took not only the stock market, but it, it killed real estate, uh, all the momentum, right? So again, interest yeah. rates, interest rates, interest rates, again, folks, interest rates will impact payment, people buy on payment. So I believe a rising interest rates environment may not do it at an eighth, but it rises three quarters, certainly a full percentage, we will see a pressure on housing prices.
1: So he took office in February of 2018, Yep. And so he created a problem towards the end of 2018. And when you go look that up, there was a lot of criticism about how he approached his position. And he actually came back later and had to apologize for his um, thesis on you know how the Fed should operate and monetary policy and all that. And he actually flipped course 180%.
0: He's like, oops, that didn't work. <laughs> that hurt. We got to go backwards. Oops.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. You know, Danielle DiMartino Booth, you know, she talks a lot about when, you know, I like he took her. over because she has a relationship with him and, you know, admires yeah. him and, you know, they work together at the Fed. And uh, she talks a lot about when he took over and what he did from a policy standpoint and how he totally flipped and had to come back and just say, hey, I messed up, man. That that was the wrong approach. Yeah.
0: Yeah, again, folks. Uh, what I'm trying to get here is: is it, interest rates are likely to rise. We have lots of spending coming. The dollar is going to be impacted. Uh, people are going to w- want more for risk, but it it and it will impact prices. It will impact owner occupants. But I believe an interest a rising interest rate environment actually will create opportunities for investors because we'll have all the competition from owner occupants. Not all of it, much of it, kind of pull back. I think.
1: Yeah. Pay attention to the Fed Treasury. Watch, you know, watch Treasury yields and interest rates, and and be careful. And it's all relative. So back when rates were really high, prices were low. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it it's all relative. Right now, prices are through the roof, but interest rates are low. Again, it's all about that that monthly payment. That's how we, you know, in the investment property world, that's how everything is based. Everything's based on the cash flow, yeah. um, and you know, which is which is that mortgage payment. You know, at the end of the day, so. Uh, same thing with cars, you know, it's all about the financing, you know, every deal. And I made some videos lately about, about, you know, different degrees for millennials and college students. And if there's any college kids, millennials, anybody looking to go to college, that's in college, whatever you're looking at graduate school finance. Okay. Finance is the key to the deal without the financing, there is no deal. So you need to understand finance. You need to understand how to structure deals, financial engineering, financial architecture, deal structure, capital stack. You need to understand all of that Um, and how it comes to play, because without the money, there is no deal. The capital has the loudest voice.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, again, folks, again, interest rates are rising. It doesn't mean we don't do deals. It will mean owner-occupants have to pay more. It could impact prices. Again, I'm here to tell you, if interest rates go from 2.75, which I think is the average, or it's 2.86 or whatever it is, and they go to 6%, real estate will get hammered. (laughs)
1: try going try four (laughs) you know i think four is the number now it was you know oh four oh five so remember where we came from the 90s early 90s the market was sluggish you know started creeping up a little bit but from from 98 97 98 99 that's when the boom started interest rates started dropping under five percent so people were conditioned to think seven percent was good then it was six then it was five and five was the magic number And as long as we were under 5% through the the early to mid-2000s, that was the peak of the real estate market before the crash. And anytime we tried to get close to or above 5%, the market would tail off. It would just stop. Mm -hmm. So now, then it became four, okay? And that's when Fed took over, you know, 2018, and those rates started getting over four, closer to five, the market tanked. Now it's 4%. You get anywhere near 4%, done. Mm. Forget six. Wow. You get anywhere near four. You get into the threes and you get close to four, done. People won't buy.
0: There you go. Let's. It's going to be, and, and and I guess I'll be on record. I think the 30 year gets in the it, it gets into the threes. The question I have is, does it get over three and a half? I think it gets in the low threes for sure. Uh, yeah, it
1: get, it's interesting. You know, our parents, your parents, my parents, they'll tell stories when they were buying double digits. Oh know, yeah, my, rates I think were, my- you know, 14, 15.
0: 16, I think my parents told me, my mom, told me i think the first loan they had was like 16 and an eighth or something
1: yeah but Fine. you know you could buy a house for 30 grand 40 yeah grand. exactly
0: <laughs> there's a trade-off all right mm-hmm. man this is a lot of fun look forward to episode number three